What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast Talking Titans. This week, we got another preseason game to get into. Uh, stats, recaps, all that good stuff. Still waiting on some more news on our wide receiver that's been injured. Got a lot to cover, and we're going to do it all and more on this week's show. Shane, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. Got my full crew here today. Happy to say, always, Jared and Vin. How we doing tonight, fellas? Doing good. Doing good. Jared, happy to have you back. I'm sure you're glad to be back. Absolutely, man. I got a big week this week, uh, and uh, my sister's getting married on Friday. We got another Titans game this weekend, so I got a very busy weekend ahead of me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, congrats, congrats. Let's not waste any time. Let's uh, get right into this week's topics. First one, very simply put, is uh, we had another preseason game this past weekend. Um, only got to see one quarterback, uh, but, you know, it, it was an important one nonetheless. Um, as of now, our projected number two star, Malik Willis, played the entire game. Some ups, some downs. Defense looked great, but as always, I'll turn it over to you two, Vin. Initial thoughts and reactions on what we saw this past weekend and has any of your um, any, any of your thoughts changed on players and, and where we look this season, all that stuff? Um, Yeah. I mean, there were some good things, some bad things, um, some things in between. I thought your boy Malik Willis was just average at best. I thought he looked a little better um, week one of the preseason. Uh, I thought our boy Tajay Spears looking like he's going to be a problem looking like he might get more work than we thought. I said it the other week, especially with another receiver going down today. I think this kid is going to get work early and often and could be a guy that we rely on, God forbid, one day if the king is no longer residing in Tennessee. He looks like he has the ability. Knocking on wood. Tajay, yeah, same here. Um, That Tajay Spears can be a feature back in this league, it looks like. Uh, another running back with good chestnut, I believe a second or third year guy we've had on the team, uh, Hassan Haskins looking like he might need a new home soon. And then Jarrett and I's boy, uh, Caleb Murphy. I mean, he leads the NFL in sacks right now for the preseason. Take that with a grain of salt, obviously, but guess what? I'm not taking anything away from him either because he's a D2 guy who went undrafted, who very little people knew much about him, and he's making his mark early and often. And I think we could just about, you know, lock in that final 53 spot for him. And as far as the kicking game, there wasn't much there. Um, You know, uh, I think Trey Wolf kicked the only 22-yard field goal he made it, but my thoughts haven't changed on that position as well. We'll get into that a little later. But, yeah, we won the game, some good things, some some not-so-good things, and, um, you know, some things in between, so – it's my general consensus on the game this week. I, I again, taped uh, the game. I did not watch it live. I watched it twice taped. 
And uh, some things I, I saw, uh, Malik Willis did not look that great, in my opinion. 10 of 17, 85 yards, touchdown, interception, uh, throwing a ball. He did not look consistent, still high throws. He uh, Ball security in the pocket, too. He had a fumble. And it was a bad snap. I know you. I know that was on Brewer, but um, still, you got to you got to be able to throw the ball away when you're scrambling that much. You can't use that uh, lose that much yardage when you're throw when you, when you're run, running away from everybody. Throw the damn ball away so you don't lose yards. So that's one, two. Uh, some negatives with the game. Chig, man, he two balls right in his hands. You got to catch that if you want to be an if you want to be a Pro Bowl, if you want to be a top five, uh, you know, fantasy t- tight end in this league or a top five t- uh, tight uh, tight end in this league. You got to catch the ball. You got to make plays. If you're a playmaker for us, and uh, some things with the offensive line, Vrabel left them in a little bit longer than they did the uh, the first preseason game, because the first uh, drive wasn't so great. Um, there was no push. I saw Brunskill; he got blown back a couple times. I had to rewatch that. Uh, he got bulldozed uh, bulldozed over a couple times. But the anchor on that offensive line, man, is uh, Aaron Brewer. Everybody, everybody's saying, you know, the addition. I'm mean, not the addition. The um, the, uh, the loss of Ben Jones was going to hurt us and kill us. I don't think so, man. I think Brewer is a huge anchor. He's gained a lot of weight. Um, he's he's leading the offensive line right now, and I saw a lot of good things with our left tackle and Andre Dilliard, man. He, he's, he was holding down the pocket for uh, on that left side that we needed. Uh, compared to uh, what the hell's his name, Dennis Daly, we lost, uh, we had last year. So it's a little different approach this year. So there were some good things, like you said, some bad things. But uh, Caleb Murphy, man, real quick, he is a problem. He's a problem. Yeah, no, you've been talking about him from the jump, so definitely give you props there. Listen, it's just so hard to to really do any kind of legitimate analysis on a preseason game. It's really tough, but you can you can make some you know firm assumptions based on what you've seen. Again, offensive line not good enough, no depth whatsoever, which is just not good. Um, and you know, defense looks great. Uh, Malik still rough around the right on around the edges, just got to hope he continues to progress. This is a typical Malik stat line here. Um, you know, he had 85 yards, or I, I'm sorry, he had 91 yard, 91 yards rushing, which is obviously great. Um, you know, he still he took a couple of hits, is an ideal, but listen, you, you guys nailed that on the head. Tajay Spears out of this world. Uh, this Rand Carthon knows about running backs, and uh, he's 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 showing it. He's showing it, and even Julius Chestnut. I mean, how many preseasons is this guy going to pop off? And then he's definitely earned a spot this year. You never see him again after that. Uh, you know, yeah. Sure if we don't if we don't sign him, he's not making it to our practice squad. Someone will sign him to his their fifty three. Doesn't matter what kind of game you're playing in, whether they're preseason, regular season, college. You're averaging seven and a half yards a carry. You're playing somewhere. Um, and he had a hell of a night with a 55 yarder to boot. Uh, so, two um, as well. yeah, no, I mean, really, uh, but Tajay Spears just so excited to see him in meaningful games. Uh, he looks like a guy that is going to blow the top off of an off or defense, I should say, and confuse everyone to death. Um, but you know, uh, no super, super major injuries. That's always a plus. That's what you're looking to do. Get in and out without any catastrophes. Um, but a win nonetheless, uh, and some stuff to build on. So, you know, I'll get the ball rolling or not get the ball rolling briefly on Malik. Again, I need to see more. I, I, w- I, I still saw them kind of go back to their old ways, not really treating him like a quarterback, kind of treating him like a liability. Um, if you want him to progress, you got to trust in him to be a quarterback. 
uh, and playing a full game and only what? How many throws did he have? 17. 17? I mean, come on. This is a preseason game. We got a kid who we're trying to find out what he's made of, and you're letting him throw 17 times. That's just that doesn't make any sense to me. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, let's dive into specifics as far as uh, what you guys think about the, what you saw out of the defense. I mean, no matter what team you're looking at, first team, second team, you hold the team to 16 points in a game. That's good. And I saw a lot of good stuff. What'd you think, Vin? Uh, well, before we get to the defense, too, another guy I wanted to shout out. We talked about last week briefly. I brought him up. The tight end, Dudakoya. I need to get a pronunciation on that. Like I said, he's a mauler. A lot of those big holes that were created for Two Chester, of the touchdowns. Two of the yeah, touchdowns, yeah. We're, we're run off him, you know, so he's creating those holes. We know Vrabel loves a uh, anyone who could block. And um, he's going to be a part of this team, I think, for sure. Going to see a lot of action with him early and often blocking off the right side and the left side. So good for him. You know, you like to see guys make the team who do scrappy things like that for sure. And then um, another thing, well, we'll get into it later, but to focus in on the defense, yeah, man, I've been a fan of this defense since last offseason, since the end of last season. I mean, I think we have premier players at multiple positions, Jeffrey Simmons, Top three uh, defensive tackle in the league. Kevin Bayard, yes, still at this age, Sal is a top three safety in this league. I know they didn't really play, but you'll love to see our second unit guys come in and let their mark uh, be known as well. Caleb Murphy's going to make this team. We saw a clip of Tyre Tart, which we haven't talked about him in the last few weeks, but he had a clip yeah. doing practices that, are, that blew up Twitter where he just tossed my guy, tossed him, made him look like a rag doll, made him look like a little boy, and he'll be a phenomenal rotational piece, first down, second down. He's going to be a guy next year that is going to get paid a contract probably north of 7 to $10 million, and a lot of people are going to be like, who's that, you know, in my opinion. But he's also a Philly guy too, so shout-out Philly. No free shout-outs. But the defenses look great, um, improved from what we saw week one in the preseason, and I still think it's going to be the strongest point of this team Say what you want about Henry and Hopkins. They're going to be great. But, you know, this offense hasn't played together at all. This line, these these star players that we have, there's not much continuity with this offense yet. And I think until they develop that, that chemistry, it's going to be the defense that we lean on yet again. So good for them holding the Vikings to under 20 points. I uh, foresee that being a pattern uh, in the regular season as well, you know, leaving us to be in every game just about. Yeah, just like last year. And um, like like you said with Tier Tart in practice, he was unblockable in the game. Yeah. I mean, his pass rush, he, he worked on it. Um, Terrell Williams said uh, he worked on it this offseason, and it clearly helped because he was all over the place, um, you know, pass rushing. But there's three guys that's been really standing out for me. Vrabel's been saying it, but every time I throw on the tape because I record it, um, Eric Garger one of the uh, defensive backs. He's been all over the field. Otis Reese, we've been talking about linebacker play. Otis Reese has been all over the field. And your boy Trey Avery, Rutgers' finest, he has been all over the field. So those three key guys, um, they're playing key roles, even in the special teams and are in our defense. So if they're reliable on defense, you know Vrabel's going to like them on, on on special teams. So those guys really stand out as uh, the no-name kind of guys so far in camp. So they could probably put, uh, make the 53-man roster this year. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys that, uh, you know, before we start preseason, probably didn't foresee them being on a team. And 
a lot's changed since then. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. actually. Like, first preseason game, my friend asked me to play golf with him, and it was a great course for free, so I couldn't say no. And now this past game, uh, I had a surprise party that I, that I obviously didn't know about. And, I, you know, my mom told me we're going to go for dinner for your birthday early because we got plans for your actual birthday. So I was like, fine. I was planning on watching it on my phone and then surprise. And obviously I wasn't going to be rude and watch a Titans preseason game while I have a surprise party for myself on my phone. So I wasn't able to watch either game live, but obviously I watched uh, lots of highlights, saw the stat sheets, things of that nature. Um, this is going to be a, a this is going to be a really different looking defense. It really is. This is going to be the most different looking Titans defense we've seen in better part of a decade. You know, uh, as far as change from past year to this year, so many new faces, so many guys coming out of the woodwork, and it's exciting because we need to get younger. Um, and obviously, we have our, our our pieces, you know, set in stone for the foreseeable future. As of now, Simmons, Landry. Uh, we'll keep Bayard in the mix, obviously, because it looks like he's, he'll, he'll be here maybe a couple more years. Uh, hopefully, yeah, he'll make the team. Hopefully, uh, so you know it, it's great to see. It's obviously great to see, and there's players that are we haven't even seen it that haven't touched the field that are new additions um, that we're going to get to see starting in New Orleans. So, you know, um, all things considered, with the exception of Malik, maybe not doing as great as I would have liked to have seen. A lot of positives to take away from this past game in, in, um, uh, in Minnesota. A lot of positives. and uh, just there, another- is a, there is a negative, though, because like you said, before the defense, I wanted to bring it up, but we, we talked about the defense. You said there was no key injuries coming in out of that week. There was because we just got news that Kyle Phillips just suffered an MCL sprain. So, I mean, that's another blow to the uh, yeah. wide receiver room. I mean, how many how many times does this room get snake bitten from us? I'm getting sick and tired of it. We need to bring somebody in. I just tweeted it just before. We need to bring somebody into this room because if he does go six weeks, I don't want to see a Reggie Ro- uh, Robinson. I don't want to see a Ma- uh, Mason Kinsey. Give me Corey Davis if he gets a camp cut. Bring him back on this team. Pair him with Shea. I mean, pair him with uh, Hopkins, Burks, Davis, and more. That'll be a lethal uh, four wide receivers until Kyle Phillips can come back and play a key role in the slot, hopefully, because right now his durability is very reliable. I mean, um, not reliable and kind of, kind of getting sick of it already. And it's been a year and a half. And, you know, this guy all we hear is, you know, he's great in camp, just like racing at math. Like we heard last year, racing at math is great in camp. What, what have you done for me? And that's what this league is all about. So what have you done for me league? And he has done nothing so far. No, yeah, absolutely. I'm great. Glad you brought that up as well. The only thing I'll disagree with is good for Mason Kinsey. You know, he's been playing pretty well in the preseason. I think he's going to make this team. And um, I, I'd like to see him get some step into that role that we think Kyle Phillips could play in. If that's and, the case. And, and, and never look back. I'd love for that to happen. But I do also think they'd be wise to bring somebody in, uh, a veteran, who knows. I th- I'd love Corey Davis back. Although, and I know it's a different front office, but I don't know how willing he's going to want to be to come back to a team that refused to offer him any sort of contract. He was on the record saying uh, when he left Tennessee, just they didn't offer him. They didn't didn't want him. So who knows how willing he's going to want to be to come back here. I see him more going to a team that he thinks um, is a shoe in as a contender, i.e. a Kansas City, a Buffalo. I think he'd fit in great there, but we'll see. and then what else did I want to say? Uh, I want to also see what is wrong with uh, our boy Will Levis 
because if it's nothing too serious, I want to see him as much as possible. The opportunity that uh, Malik Willis just got week two to, to take that number two job, I want to see Will Levis, if he's healthy and can play, which correct me if I'm wrong, they've only said lower body. We don't know what exactly it is. I'd love to see him get at least a half, a full half um, under his belt. Because if he doesn't play this game, then by default, he's going to be our third quarterback because he's only played a handful of series in the preseason should he not play the third game. But if he's healthy, I'd love to see him get two quarters, three quarters. Shit, let him get the whole game, you know, if if you think he's healthy enough. See if he could uh, impress us a little bit and take that number two job because I still think it's it's up for grabs. But, um, yeah, as far as the receiver position goes, uh, I'd like to see someone come in now. And like Jared said, I'm kind of getting sick of – Kyle Phillips, it is unfortunate, but it's like Dr. Phillips said last week about Traylon Burks. It's, you know, okay, he missed big parts of last year. Now, if he misses big parts of this year, I mean, then you're in, then next year, you're in the third year of a four year deal. I mean, yeah. you should know by year three if that player is worthwhile, if that mm-hmm. draft pick was the right one. So hopefully he gets back sooner rather than later because clock's ticking on him as well. But, um, that's all I got to say about that. We'll let Sal talk about uh, his boy, Will Levis, and how he feels about him getting in that third preseason game if he's healthy. No. I I, I want to see Will Levis, too. I think Will Levis deserves a chance to get a full game um, because, you know, he's really – doesn't he's he's been taking the back seat. I, and obviously, for good reason, Malik's got more uh, experience and deserves it. But uh, I'd like to see him play a full game. Uh, and, frankly, I – you're right. I'm tired of this BS with Kyle Phillips. I don't want to see Mason Kinsey. I God forgive me. I just give me a fucking break. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see Nick Westbrook Aquina. I barely even want I'll be honest. I barely want to see Chris Moore, to be honest. He just seems like another just Fine. another guy. Just, just, I, just I hope sure. I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. But this this just looks like another Robert Woods to me, like another guy that we're just bringing in and saying, hey, look, he did really well this year or two. He should do great here. And then we throw the ball to him 40 times in a season, and we wonder why, you know, he doesn't work out. I mean, obviously, Robert Woods was a complete bust, and he's kind of overrated after what what I've seen in Nashville. But, um, you know, I'm just tired of this bullshit fucking wide receiver carousel that we're dealing with because nobody can stay healthy. It's frustrating as hell. Uh, Kyle Phillips was was supposed to be an integral part of this offense, and now Mm -hmm. we got to put him on the back burner again, and that's coming off losing our second-best receiver, uh, for for God knows how long, uh, it's ridiculous. It's upsetting. I can't deal with it anymore. They gotta bring someone in now. They have they just, just they just have to. Um, I'm sure whoever it is is going to be a disappointment to all of us. It's going to be some guy that you know had 800 yards in 2018, um, <laughs> and you know has been fucking in a practice squad since Obama was in office. But you know we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, there's just uh, it just never ends with the injury bug. Uh, something's got to give this fucking strength and conditioning coach. I mean, what is he doing? What is he doing? What what are these guys doing when every practice, every fucking week during the season, we got to deal with a major player getting hurt? It, it's more than a coincidence. I'm sorry, it really is. Thirty thirty one other teams don't get hurt this much, and no, we've been the biggest, really most injured team. For the last three years now coming up on this year hasn't even started yet and we're already going to put ourselves in that category yep. uh and, and it, it, it something's got to give uh, i don't know what it is but um you know it is what it is we just got to pray for the best and, and 
and hope that we get our guys back when we when we need them, which will be uh, in about three weeks. So, so um, before before you even go on to that, now yep. that's gonna lead, that's gonna lead into something else right now because I'm gonna ask you this question to the both of you. We're going into the last preseason game, right? We haven't seen none of our stars. We have a brand new offense. <clears throat> put them out there for a series under the no, plate. No, to see no. what this offense has. No, not now. No, why? Because I'm I'm scared. Uh, I mean, yes, as a fan, I'm petrified as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to get Henry. Now, Henry, now, Henry just fall down in a preseason no, game. Not, with not Henry. I mean, you saw you heard Rabel in, in his press conference. I think it was today or yesterday. He said that. Um, some guys are going to have to play. Harold Landry hasn't played football in a year and a half now, so he, he's going to have to get snaps. He said it. So he, he did mention uh, uh, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, and Ryan Tannehill have played a lot of football, but he didn't say, hey, they're playing or, hey, they're not playing. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I would I like mean, to I see him out there for, for a series just to get their feet wet because I don't no, want to struggle. I, 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 don't, I don't think you put – well, I'll meet you in the middle here. Not to say that nobody should play, but I don't want to see Tannehill. I don't want to see Henry. I don't want to see DeAndre Hopkins. I think Chig should play a fair amount. I think um, he's been playing, so he should. Yeah, play. Ex- exactly. I agree, especially after last week's performance. I basically don't want to see any of our, you know, the Bayard. I don't want to see Jeffrey Simmons. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I it's, think we're, it's, tough to, it's tough to say that, man, because yeah. every, everybody says September football, you can throw it out the window because a lot of teams, a lot of good teams lose a game or two in September and put themselves in a hole and then they go on the, you know, the stretch. I don't want to. Yeah, here's my thing. What, what do you really, is it really, is the risk worth the reward? You know what I mean? To, to throw a key guy in there and it only takes one non-contact, one idiot to fall on the back of your knee. You know what I mean? I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think there's really much to gain by throwing out these players because realistically, if they do play, it's going to be for two or three series. Is it really going to – you're going to get that much out of it? You know what I mean? I I don't think it's worth it. I don't want to see Tannehill, Henry, Hopkins, Simmons, Byer. You want to throw Chig out there? Sure. Listen, I I don't even want to see Tajay Spears at this point. He's proved that he's our number two back. Let him – be ready to go for week one. Throw Chestnut out there. Throw Hassan Haskins out there. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to see anyone of too much importance out there this last preseason game, especially the last two weeks with two big scares, Burks and now Kyle Phillips. Hopefully they'll both be okay, but we're playing with fire here. Let's let's get out of this last week of training camp and start looking forward to week one. So what you're trying to say is bang the under week one? <laughs> Or bang the over because the defenses are pretty inexperienced. 41 and a half. I don't know about that, man. It's not the defense. The Saints have a good defense, and we got a really good defense. It's going to be a coin flip. We all know that. It it could be a fucking 20 total point scoring game. Each team could score 32. You you just don't know. You just don't know. The first three weeks of the NFL is an absolute wild card. But I'll say this here's how my mind would work. Um, If we were playing Buffalo week one, I'd say, okay, let's get Tanny on there in there for a couple series. Let's get Derrick Henry in there for a couple series just to knock a little bit of rust off because we got the best of the best showing up for, for September 11th. Um, which, is that when the season starts this year? Yep. Okay. So, um, but in this case, now I'm not saying New Orleans is a joke. I'm not saying New Orleans is a walk in the park, but they are a team that, huh? The 10th. Okay. 
they're a team that I think this team on paper should match up well against. So with that being said, when you have guys that are likes of Ryan Tannehill, veteran, seasoned veteran, Derrick Henry, seasoned veteran, Byard, Simmons, etc., uh, I don't foresee them playing with any less effort or skill or ability going in there without any reps in the preseason rather than with preps, reps in the preseason. Uh, they're irreplaceable guys. We've already lost irreplaceable guys of the likes of Traylon Burks. Um, Kyle Phillips isn't irreplaceable, but was important on the depth chart as it stood today. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't foresee there being any reason to do it. I, 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 honestly, I, I would be... I wouldn't be scared to see Derrick Henry out there. I'll be honest, because I just, I don't have any for, I just really don't think there's a legitimate chance he gets hurt. Now, obviously anything's possible, but he's just built different. So I, I, I could see him playing a series or two. There's no need for it, but if I saw him out there, I wouldn't really be like too worried. Um, but Simmons, Tannehill, uh, Hopkins. No, no, no fucking no. DeAndre Hopkins gets hurt. And this season is over, over. Over. I don't care when Burks comes back. If we lose DeAndre Hopkins for half the season, yeah, back to square one. it's over. It's done. Kapoot, gone. Jacksonville, enjoy the playoff, home playoff game. So um, there's no need for it. Who was even the opponent for the last game? Should, or, uh, is it New England? Yeah. And that's uh, in Tennessee, right? Correct. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no reason for it. There's, you just get to the first game. With with Nuke, with with Henry, uh, I, with I do, everyone, I do I do feel a lot better after reading this. Sorry to interrupt you, but Vrabel just announced um, that they're going to be doing a blue and white scrimmage tomorrow. So if they're going to have the starters out there, and they're going to be like Tannehill, Hopkins, and Henry on one team, we'll let you know whatever. I'm, I'm fine as long as they're getting reps against you know the defense. I'm, I'm that's fine it though. That. That's yeah, fucking I, it, I, and no yeah. fucking go routes. For DeAndre Hopkins, for the love of God, okay? I don't care what anyone says. Every other team does it. Well, we're not every other team, number one. Number two, just as every other team does it, doesn't mean it's the smartest thing ever, okay? Most men have unprotected sex. Doesn't mean it's a good thing to do, right? Whoa. I don't know I don't know where that analogy came from, but you know what? With the look you guys gave me, that's a new meme. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I had a long day at work. Uh, work my first day of work in fucking six months. Um, so listen, it, it is what it is. It, you know, we, we got one game left to knock the rust off. Whoever needs it, there's some death position spots that need to be filled that are right on the cusp of figuring out who they're going to be. So let's lock those up. Let's find out who our fourth receiver is. Let's find out what defensive players that are on the bubble that are going to make the team, and let's get out of there without any major injuries. That's it. That's the bottom line. So uh, we're going to do one, what, one bold prediction stat line for for the season? Sure. All right. Why don't you start us off, Jared? All right. You want to start off with the quarterback then? We'll, we'll, we'll try to get a little uh, prediction of the, the stats every week from the player here on out. We'll start with Tannehill. Um, I'm thinking if everybody stays healthy, everything goes well, everyone plays a full season, I think in this offense, whoa, Sal's gone. Sal didn't even want to hear your prediction. Sal didn't want to hear. He didn't he want to hear it. With Tannehill, I think Tannehill um, has thirty nine hundred yards, with thirty four touchdowns, and eleven interceptions this year. Now, is that total touchdowns or is that, that is, in that the air? Total touchdown. I mean, in the air. If you want to go there, I'll, I'll give you three rushing touchdowns. Okay. AC pulled the plug on me because of that uh, analogy I made. Sorry, guys. 
Yeah. Just kidding. So, you want to you hear that you're back, that you're back in? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I want to hear what you have to say. I said, I said Tannehill will throw for 3,900 yards. <coughs> 34 touchdowns, I said. <coughs> How many? 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And How many rushes. touchdowns? 34 touchdowns. Oh, my God. 11 interceptions and three rushing to make the total 37 touchdowns. 37. Yes, sir. So he's going to be a pro bowler then, right? Oh, Those no, are Pro Bowl numbers. There, there are, but you got you know got Allen, Mahomes, you got Rodgers, you got all these other guys in there. No, but... no, 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 no. He throws thirty-four touchdowns. He's going to be a Pro Bowler. So I you're hope saying so. Ten is going to be a Pro Bowler. I hope so. But all these Pro Bowl, you know, votes that you know the twelve-year-olds, they they go, oh, Mahomes and Allen. It's the big names. They're not going to do it. So the guys that really deserve the Pro Bowls don't get it. If Ryan Tannehill throws thirty-four touchdowns this year, he is going to make the Pro Bowl. I, I'm telling you right now. If he goes 30-11 with three rushing, he had 40, he's he had making 40, the Pro Bowl. He had 40 touchdowns a couple years ago. And he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I had abs a couple of years ago, too, but now we're sitting at a comfy 210 right now. Yeah, so we're not, talk, uh, we're, not, we're not talking 10 years ago, Vin. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get to 210. was not 10 years ago. That's That was just rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go next. I like Tannehill. I do. I've always been in between you guys when it comes to that. I don't love him. I don't think he's the worst quarterback ever. I think he's a middle-tier guy who at his best is a top 12, maybe 10 guy when when we, we ran that offense with Art to the title game in the following year. And at his worst, I think he's, you know, second, you know, half of the league, 16, 17. That being said, should he stay healthy? Should we have a healthy um, skill set around him? Uh, Henry, Chiggs, Chigberg, Hopkins, Whoever, if we stay healthy all year, I think he's going to throw for 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, have 3,200 yards in the air, and I think he can run for three to five touchdowns and give us you know, a couple hundred yards on the ground as well. But 27 touchdowns, 3,200 yards is where I think uh, he goes in the air this year. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, no, that's fair. I'm going to go 25 touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go 12 interceptions. Um, 3,100 yards. Uh, that should be – The price is right answer right there because you, if you don't go uh, – you, you went a little yeah. below me just, just in case, uh, you know. Yeah. We'll save, we'll I'm trying to get stats. to the showcase showdown. Yeah. yeah. We'll save all these stats and we'll see who's the closest. Listen uh, – if my stat line is correct, that's a major issue. So I I, I, I shouldn't even put that into the atmosphere. Um, you know, bearing we get uh, Traylon Burks back sometime before Christmas, which is obviously I, <laughs> what we're expecting. Um, th- I mean, this guy should have a fucking field day with the weapons that he has around him. Um, but I need to see actual progress as far, as far as play calling and using these players the correct way to gain the most out of him before I go ahead and give this guy, you know, a 4,000 yard season with pro bowl aspirations. He should, he should be a pro bowler this year. Ryan Dano, listen, you have Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry, up and coming star and Tajay Spears. Who's going to be taking the reins when Derrick Henry hangs it up. This guy should make the fucking pro bowl. He's got more weapons than a lot of guys in this league. There's guys that would pray to have the, the weapons. This guy has, it's just a matter of protection play calling. And so far, protection looks like it's fucking 
gone not gone any better, at least death wise. Well, they they settled in. They settled in. Yeah, I I thought that I was going to say too before you said it, Sal. Is the one thing neither of us talked about until you just said it was, you know, the offensive line, and I think a lot of his success this year is going to be, you know, dependent on that offensive line because God forbid he goes down. You know, then you're really like, you better hope that one of these these guys, these young kids, picks up the ball running, because then, you know, we'd be in real big trouble. So we got to protect him first and foremost. I mean, he missed the most games in his career last year, aside from the year he tore his ACL where he missed the season. But you know, we got to keep him upright, and the line did get a little better from the first week to the second week. But yeah, that's a huge, um, you know. The, an offensive line that's good or an offensive line that's bad could be the difference between Sal's prediction and Jarrett's prediction, in my opinion. Oh. You know, so soaking so an injury. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Let, let, let's hope that thirty-seven touchdowns happens. If that happens, then my plaque's coming out of the box. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and it's not going to be. It won't be up for sale. If he throws for thirty, how many? Thirty-seven. Thirty-four. Thirty-four and eleven. Three rushing, yeah. No, that plaque will come right out of that box if that's just that line, and that, that means we should be going deep in the playoffs if that's the if that's the case. So that'd be great news, and I'd be the happiest fellow on the planet. So uh, that's the bottom line. I again, I, I need this stigma to be you know resolved because so many people have this this thought, thought process, at least about me, that I don't want Tannehill to succeed. That that's completely asinine, incorrect. I don't care who is quarterbacking the Titans. I just want them to win. I want them to win a Super Bowl. I don't care who the quarterback is. In an ideal world, it would have been Mariota. He's one of my, you know, guy that I idolized growing up. I thought he was going to be the face of the franchise. He's not. Oh, well, life happens. I don't care who it is. I don't care. It wouldn't have mattered to me if it was Tannehill, Mariota, Malik, Will. It doesn't matter. Just get me the fucking ring. And, uh, you know. I hope Tanhill crushes it this year. I'd be the happiest fellow on earth. And time will tell. We'll see. This is it, though. This is the last dance. So, um, you know, we're going to wrap up for tonight. Uh, got a nice, solid show in there for you. Um, is there anything else you two want to add before we close out for the night? Uh, no, that's it. Hope we get out of this week healthy. Uh, hopefully, we bring in some sort of competition at the receiving position. Have to. Have to. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a diagnosis on his thing, and it's not a six week, uh, six week MCL sprain, and it's like, you know, like Traylon Burks, where it could he missed a week or two. You know, so what? We could deal with that, but but still, like, the trainers get these guys healthy for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's starting to become you know an issue. And Sal said you know earlier, it's this can't be a coincidence at this point. One year, okay, two years, that's a coincidence. But now it's starting to bleed into the early part of the third year. It's like. I mean, there's got to be someone that's held responsible for this. So, hey, listen, I got a, I got a four-year exercise science degree in five and a half years. All right, I'm no dummy. I had to take a lot of those classes twice. All right, no, I, know I love a, you in there, Vin. I know, I know a thing or two. I will, I will whip that team into shape. And Miss Amy, this is me saying all you have to do is pay me one dollar more than my current job, and I will uh, gladly. Take my talents down to Nashville. Hey, we are a package deal. I will squirt water <laughs> in everyone's mouth. I will mop the fucking floors. For $1 Amy. less than what I'm yeah. getting right Amy, now. Amy, give me 45K a year. Find me some shit living for 800, 600 a month. I will clean the fucking floors of St. Thomas Sports Park. With a toothbrush. With a toothbrush. Just get in the building. Forrest Gump and Bubba just, just yeah. doing work in there. 
Just yeah. don't work with the toothbrush. I'll be that guy that just push that just pulls Mike Vrabel off the uh, field. You know that guy <laughs> that does that with uh, the guy from with uh, McVeigh. Yeah. Uh, I, although it'd be it's a it's a lot harder pulling Mike Vrabel back to the sideline than Sean McVeigh. That's for damn sure. I think we yeah. could we could pick we could pull Sean McVeigh back with one one arm. But uh, yeah, guys, listen. As always, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Um, if nothing else, guys, just just like the video. We want to get the algorithm up. We want to get more people watching our stuff. And that's the way to do it. So make sure you're going to hit that notification bell. Make sure you know when our shows are coming on. Uh, we're planning on doing a lot of new stuff this upcoming season. Uh, we're going to try to do some instant post-game stuff. That way get you guys instant reactions on what we all saw. Uh, and that way we can also get live comments, questions, things of that nature. We want to keep everyone involved. Great guests as well. Uh, we got a lot of stuff in the works. So make sure you uh, do us a favor and then share the show and let people know and we'll, we'll return the favor with content. So I uh, hope everyone has a fantastic night, fantastic day, and a fantastic week. And as always, tighten up. Shane, send me out, baby. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 